1: Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: You're listening to the Glory Hunters podcast. This week it's Tottenham v Arsenal. I nearly said Tottenham v Spurs then. That wouldn't have been, um, wouldn't have been very good, would it, Natty? No, <laughs> be On Arsenal is uh, Jacob Hawley. Hello, Jacob. Hello, mate. How are very, you? Very, very good. Are you
3: looking forward to playing Glory Hunters? Cannot wait. Have you represented Arsenal at anything before? Have I represented Arsenal at anything before? Yeah. Uh, not just just sort of behaving badly in pubs, really. That's that's oh, the only way nice. I've ever sent my team. <laughs>
2: and on the other team is Terry Olderton back for more. Terry, <laughs> back for more, mate. Can't Next wait. you, Phil Cornwall. Finally, gosh. someone who can do impressions. Yes, someone Ooh. who can do impressions.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
4: Ooh. it's a bit underhand. <laughs> 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 that's what we start. like on Glory <laughs> Hunters, Phil.
2: Yeah. It's a great start. We go oh, in both that. feet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> two footed. <project.
2: laughs> exactly. There we are. Here's the uh, podcast. <laughs> Hello, I'm Charlie Baker and welcome to Glory Hunters, the show that stokes the fiery furnace of football fandom. Our guests are given the opportunity to represent the team they've always supported in a contest that may one day count towards an FA coaching badge. But who will get their A licence? And who will have to stay behind for extra training? It's up for grabs now on Glory Hunters. This week it's a North London special as Tottenham take on Arsenal in a gladiatorial battle of wits. Representing Spurs is actor and comedian Phil Cornwell making his... Glory Hunters debut. Hello, Phil. Oh, it
5: is my
0: debut. Oh, lovely. It lovely is, it's an absolute
2: to luck be. Here. up on the sidelines there. I haven't pulled uh, anything yet. And you're <laughs> alongside team captain Terry Olderton. Yes. Hey! hey. Hello. Normally South End, Terry. South
0: End, but Phil's got a little. I've little, got little a bit of blues a in then. End, then. I, I have a bit of a South End there. A little bit of a South, end, uh, a of a south He turns
2: up to the games now and again. Have, have you ever none. won an episode of Glory Hunters? No, I have not. Okay, <laughs> Terry, good to know. And it ain't going to start today I'm here all week. And on the Arsenal team sheet is comedian Jacob Hawley, also making his debut. He's with team captain, Natalie Sawyer. Hello, Hello, Natalie. Now, you, you said, Terry, you're both yes. South End boys, and that's not the only thing you have in common, is it, Phil? You're both massive impressionists, do impressions. Some of them, well,
4: man of a thousand voices. Man of <laughs> <pearls and laughs> Every voices. one of
2: them the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're... Yeah. hey,
4: little Anne. <laughs> do you like that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're a bit out, out of it now, Sorry. Mick yeah. Jagger's your, your well, most yeah. famous one, though, isn't oh. it? Oh, yeah. He did, I did that on Stella yes. Street uh, and all those sorts of shows.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mick, Mick, Mick's voice, it's a fascinating voice anyway. And, uh, and you know, and it's just hilarious, really, the modulations of it. And how did you, you find uh, it? How did you find the key into it? Well, now there's a story. All right. Have you got her now? Yeah, go on. We tell we a minute? A minute. <laughs> we, Mick Jagger. No, that was interesting because uh, when I was a kid, I used to do the movements and go all oh, oh, like that. Right. But then one day, I actually saw a clip of Mick Jagger doing the opening speech from Richard III, which was bizarre from a film called Fitzgerald. It was an outtake or something. And I got his voice from that because he sort of did this now is the winter <laughs> oh. <laughs> of our discontent. Make lawyer summer by the sun of York. <laughs> and all the clouds, that Lord upon our house. And I just thought that's beautiful. And it was for real, he actually did it. And I yeah. got the voice through through that, you know, and there's a bit of Kenneth Williams in there <laughs> as well, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you know. So he's very portion and then he goes all
2: sort of like, you know. Yes. Olloway Road. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, it say. must be an absolute Eureka moment when you, Terry. You must feel this as well when you're trying to do a voice and you find one word or one yeah. phrase that You've gets you into it. You've always got
0: that word for me, even with accents. For example, if you if I was going to do a New Zealand accent, I'd always start with sacred. Sacred. Sacred crooked. <laughs> get me in there. Go and watch the crooked. So inside. you'd always have it in. Uh, my one with Chris Eubank was always may ah. I just say. So I'd always go may I just say. So
2: no, we going <laughs>
0: So but mate, you see now, young Christopher, <laughs> young Christopher, is walking around. He's broken in the house. Did you see? And if you had seen, this this was worth millions and millions more. Ha ha! The joke is on you. <laughs> no, the joke's on you, mate. Let us see inside your broken-in gaff. Right. <laughs> to me, that's one
4: of the best impressions I've ever yeah, heard. It's it Terry's Eubank. It's so right specific, now. isn't it? Ah, oh, it's lovely. It's when beautiful. you watch other
2: impressions, you think mm, you're a bit general there, or do you... yes, it's technical. You
0: know, but we, were kinda... just, we were talking about that before. We started recording you know there are some brilliant we we saw this that young irish kid i think he's irish he's a phenomenal impressionist but you know when someone's technically brilliant it's sometimes detrimental to the fact that is it funny you know you go oh, this is great yeah. it's like juggling after a while you're going well yeah you're doing voices and you go it's impressive but after a while but i think what phil is the genius at is his caricatures and i always think with phil they're extensions of Phil, you know, so that's okay, why yeah. I always I think it's interesting. interesting when comment, he mate, when I he's agree. doing an impression of someone, going back oh. to the old days when we used to do stand-up, they're actually, they're not just, who's walking up the garden path, why it's Frank Spencer, <laughs> yeah. it would be Phil talking mm-hmm. about it, something, and going, and, and he'd start, starting out Jagger, you know, so he just launches <laughs> Physically, brings himself to it. Yes, he brings himself to it.
4: Because, uh, yeah, I mean, that uh, interested me doing it like that. I'm not interested in doing it all, you know, it's much more fun. Just set to set it up, just would become can you do Frank Spencer? I can, actually. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, okay <laughs> now, uh, hang on. Mm. Okay, Frank Spencer, right?
2: <laughs> Oi, oh, Bretty! Very good. Jessica, going to shoot a man in the moon. Very, very good. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's much better. <laughs> that's uh, much Jacob, better. <laughs> we may as well be talking about the blitz. Yeah, for to yeah, Jacob, yeah. There. he doesn't know who Frank Spencer <laughs> is. is. But you're a Spurs fan, Phil. That's oh, who you are. Happy with
4: Mourinho? Very, I love Mourinho very much. Actually, I'm very. I watch every single press conference he does. I didn't used to do that with Maurizio. Uh, I love Jose's honesty. I just love the the vibe coming off. I just think he's such a lovely. He seems so sort
2: of, you know, um, I don't know. Vibrant, honest honest, honest, honest. So the scene is set for a North London showdown to see who'll go first. Here's a clip that celebrates the finest in sports journalism. A moment that occurred during the press conference to announce Bastian Schweinsteiger's arrival at Chicago Fire in the MLS, when it was left in no doubt that some members of the US press corps weren't too clued up on this thing called soccer.
1: Question in the back.
3: Yeah, uh, Derek hankel AFP. Uh, I'm wondering, Bastian, you just talked about Chicago uh developing a good fire club uh both for you first and then for the coach i wonder uh, with your addition to this team is it a fair expectation to see a clear pathway towards a world cup uh competition come out of chicago he's referring to the world club cup okay. like he's referring to the world, no, like, like, cool. yeah, the world club <laughs> let, let me rephrase. Uh, do, do you expect now that you're here, Bastian, that uh, World Cup uh, goal for Chicago Fire is a realistic expectation? So
0: the World Cup.
2: Well,
3: not the World Cup. We, we as a club
2: don't play for the World Cup, but it, we'll adjust it to MLS Cup. Wow, wow, uh, wow, wow, wow. Beautiful, isn't it? Now, can you tell me, is the question about Sebastian Schweinsteiger in an international career that spanned from 2004 to 2016. How many goals has Bastian Schweinsteiger scored for Germany? Now, it's sealed bids, so while both teams confer, here's a short musical interlude. Right, I have the sealed bids in my hand. Natalie and Jacob, 28. Yes. Yes. Phil and Terry, 29! Oh, yeah. oh. 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 Both knew what the other one was gonna say. The actual answer is 24 goals. 24 goals. That means Arsenal, you will kick off next as both teams try and convince me that they are the biggest here today as we do this.
0: My club's bigger than your club. My club's bigger
2: than your club. We want each of our guests to tell us why they are the biggest club here today. They're free to employ any reasoning they wish. This isn't about medals on the table. This is an exercise in winning hearts and minds. Jacob, you go first. Tell us why Arsenal are a bigger club than Spurs.
3: I think there's there's serious reasons that we're a bigger club than Spurs. Trophies, uh, we win more football matches and we've done a season unbeaten. You know, statistics, the boring things that actually win leagues. Um, But uh, the the main thing for me is that Tottenham spent over £100 billion on a new stadium and they've had to install a craft beer brewery in the ground just to get people to come. (laughs) I don't know if you're aware of this. They've got glasses, they've got beer glasses that fill from the bottom, which means they've got glassware that is genuinely more fun to watch than the football. there. It's the only club in the world where fans spend more time looking at their drinks than the pitch. That's why Arsenal is a bigger club than Tottenham. Very
2: good answer. Uh, Phil, we're going to come to you. Can you please tell us why Spurs are a bigger club than Arsenal?
4: Let's look at the European trophies to start off with. We have three and they have two. And Arsenal have never actually played their way into the top flight. In 1919, they bought their way up in fifth place in the second division. And we got sent down because we were bottom. They were increasing the number of teams in the division we actually got sent down and Arsenal have never actually been relegated since then so they never actually played their way into the top so actually it should all be null and void all the records all the titles in the 30s you know so really mm, you know I think we can all agree uh, and also a lot of the footballs (laughs) that we kick are much much bigger and we kick the ball much higher. Higher,
3: harder. Yeah, harder, uh, higher. Yeah. But
4: some of the men are really big, and I think yeah, we are. Yeah, that's true,
2: they are big men. I mean,
4: it's a convincing argument, that's I think, in any moment. Very language. difficult to argue with, Same isn't it? More. It's very difficult to argue with, what I've just said. <laughs> 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 and they're also bigger because I think they are.
0: OK, there, that's
2: a very good argument again. So I'm going to give Phil two goals, and Jacob one. A good pair of shoulders on his head. (laughs) You're listening to Glory Hunters, the podcast from Talk Sport. Right now, it's time for this. Yes, it'll be Jim White on the night. Jim's going to list a series of clues about the identity of someone from the world of football. All you have to do is guess who. Feel free to dive in with your answer. First one to guess correctly gets the two goals that are up for grabs. Here's Jim the first clue. Who am I? I have a diploma in sports science and my thesis was on walking. Mm, Who do we think that was? Sports science, thesis on walking. No No. no questions, no guesses. Okay, let's go to Jim for the second clue. My wife is a children's author. Jacob, any guesses? No? Natalie, no? Children's author? No? No ideas, Phil? Okay, let's go to Jim for the next
4: clue. My favourite band is Metallica.
2: Metallica. Not Children's author, Metallica. Uh, not Theo Walcott, is it? Theo Walcott? No, it's not it's Theo not, Walcott. Try, and any guesses at all? Who'd oh, like Metallica? Not. What sort of player wow. would like Metallica? <sighs> OK, let's go to the next... Clue from Jim White. My middle name is Norbert. Come on, you oh, must know this. This should be really the giveaway. Shouldn't you he? must know this. Oh, it's oh, pretty oh. easy, this Norbert. Do you want to guess, Phil? Oh. You know, what did you just say? You're not Jürgen, oh. is it? J- Jürgen, no, no, Jürgen oh, Klopp. I you're right. Let's find out from Jim White. I am Jürgen Klopp. There, there we are. are. Yes, Jürgen, oh. Norbert, <laughs> Klopp. And he likes heavy metal football, doesn't he? That's why he like Metallica. That's what I got it from. I said Jürgen. OK, let's have another quietly. round of It'll it Be All Right on Jim White. We've got him here. We may as well use him. Good to see you, Jim. Don't <laughs> speak. Don't speak. OK, here we go. <laughs> Here's Jim with the first clue. Who am I? I went to the same school as David Beckham. Who am I? My wife went to the Where? same school as David Beckham. Is it, is is it, Terry's, is it wife? It's <laughs> Terry's wife? It's not Terry's wife. It's not Terry's wife. Do you want to guess at all, Natalie?
5: No. No, same it? school as David I'm Beckham. Quite. I don't even know what school that is. Who so knows?
2: That's... No. Let's go. Jim, for another clue. As a schoolboy, I was rejected by Arsenal. Harry, by Harry, Arsenal? It's Harry. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Let's go to Jim it's to find Harry, out. I? I am
4: Harry Kane.
2: Yes. Harry oh. Kane! Oh. Oh. Yes. Wow. There Look we at are. Straight away on the, the first uh, one, i written straight Harry Straight away. Terry's written it down, which is great on radio. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> time now to incur the wrath of the sporting gods as we enter the round known as. Sporting Heretics. Yes, it's sporting heretics. I'm going to invite each member of the panel to put tradition to one side and suggest an idea they believe will change sport for the better. Previous suggestions have included abolishing half-time, eco-tournaments and introducing a black card to punish players even Further. Feel free to rattle the cages of the sporting establishment as we dare to innovate and infuriate the purists. Here we go, Jacob, you're going to kick us off with this one the Ball Boys' Revenge.
3: Yes. I always remember many years ago, uh, I think it was Aiden Hazard for Chelsea, kicked a ball boy, oh, yeah. I think it was it against Swansea? Is that mm, right? It, it was against Swansea right. and uh, this ball boy wasting time. And I, I like a bit of that. I, 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 like, I like a bit of nasty play from the ball boy. I've always thought it would be nice if that ball boy who Aiden Hazard violently attacked could, uh, could come back and take revenge. And so I thought if we get to the end of a penalty shootout in a cup game, five penalties have been taken each and it's still a tie. I think you should then pass it over to the ball boys let them have a go. Lovely idea. Against adult goalkeepers as well. (laughs) (laughs) Just because then it's even more humiliating if the ball boy does score. Yeah, because a lot of the time as well the ball boys are like youth team players, aren't they? Exactly, Exactly. they've got some skills, they've got some tricks, so I I think that's the way to go. And this is the thing, if that became a convention, that would be part of, you know, first team training. You know, at the end of the day the ball boys would come over. I do like it when, when the ball boys get
0: involved. I remember yeah. being at South End once and we got a, a vital last-minute goal, believe it or not, we scored. And just the ball boy at the North Bank stood up in front of the away fans and started just, just jumping up and down. <laughs> just jumping <laughs> up and down right in front of them doing all the, all the, all the uh, you know, the full uh, flight movements. You know, kind of oh, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. So, yeah, ball boys. I
2: like that. Yeah. Bring them on. It's a great idea, Jacob. We all like yes. it. I'm going to give you three goals. <laughs> Phil, all I've got written here is the dreaded letters V-A-R.
4: Yes, I think what well, every every team in you know, a top-flight team, I guess, um, you know, uh, should have uh, a resident artist, an artist-in-resident who does. <laughs> if there's an incident, stop me if you think it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, if there's an incident, they do a series of sketches of it, and then they take it to the ref. They sort of <laughs> run it past his eyes oh, really it. fast, right? Could I think <laughs> that would be quicker than VAR? <laughs> And that's what I'm advocating. Oh, and also the like game a should... book
0: or... Yeah, little flick book. Oh, no, like, oh, all the flicker dick oh,
4: things. I remember them. Oh, yes, I, yeah, it's, I remember them. The other thing, uh, definitely they should split all uh, football games into seven-sevenths. Just oh, for the okay. intensity. These little sevenths. Little really intense uh, and have a rest. Intense <laughs> and a rest, you know.
2: A break. Sounds after, mad, a, but a I break think after each seventh or of,
4: yes, yes, you do maybe you could have nine sevenths.
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean go, you know, moving it. forward time I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: So, uh, you know, it sounds bad, but I, I seriously think
2: that could work. I think that's an excellent idea. I like the flipbook idea. and I like <laughs> I the, all of that. I of like seven seven-sevenths, so. Phil. I think it's all going to work. Anything to hold the game up even more, I think, is a really great idea. Three goals, Phil. Excellent. Natalie, colour-coding in tennis.
5: Yes. I've been thinking about this for a while because, you know, at Wimbledon, it's very proper. Everyone has to wear white when yeah. you're playing tennis. Mm. And I think, isn't that a little bit boring? Oh. Because not everyone's as good as Roger Federer or Rafa Nadal no. or whoever it is. And surely it would be nice if we have a colour-coding system where you know roughly where that player is at in the world rankings, for example. <laughs> this is a superb so, answer, Yes, yeah. so 1 to 10, white. They're wearing white, oh. we know that. So that's the champions. That's, they're the elite. And then, okay. you know, 11 to 20, black, 21 to 30, yellow. You get my gist. We're, like going, we're going down different colour-coding. So they're
2: like 200th in the world, brown
5: could be brown. Yeah. Could be <laughs> beige cuz beige is <laughs> beige, beige. Yeah. bland, oh. you know. You're not doing as yeah. well as everyone else. That way you know the standard of tennis you're going to be watching. You're going to be knowing who's the top dog and who's the underdog and mm. if there's an upset going on. <laughs> it's very it's very visual.
2: Natalie, do you know what sport they do to this? in? Go on. Stock car racing.
5: What? Stock
2: car racing. They have different color roofs for how good you are and how, oh, well, you go, how, you how well you are doing in in the world <laughs> rankings. There Gold you go. top. Oh, I didn't
5: know that. Top of the
2: tree. White top
3: beginner.
5: Well, wouldn't it? I mean, you could have that. You could have like the defending Wimbledon champion coming out in gold. The <laughs>
3: colour coding's very, very good, <laughs> it's Natalie. Karate you do the same with karate, don't you? You, you get better with karate, you that's get a it. nicer Judo, coloured
2: that's belt. What I'm is it? Yeah. 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 Judo is yeah, well. That's true. That's very good. Very, very good. lot of sense to me, that. A lot of sense. I can't argue with it. And I'm afraid it's another three points. So, Terry, coming to you, I've got written here goalkeeper's wasting time.
0: I am not going to bring into why you're going to go for this, but I just know you are. Goalkeepers wasting time as a goalkeeper, you know, I've got to do the uh, goalkeepers union, of course, but on this occasion, sometimes it does, obviously, it can be annoying. I reckon what happens is the goalkeeper who's wasting the time, the opposition goalkeeper, the opposite goalkeeper, Mm. he can come up the pitch. And he can get the ball and move it on.
2: Oh, so if he can run <laughs> up the other end of the yeah. pitch... Only one problem, get of course, it. if he
0: gets the ball back in to play too quick, he's not in his goal.
2: <laughs> that's true, but that's the risk you take. That's the risk you take, but he can go out there and go to the
0: other goalkeeper. Come on, let's get this moving. If he can get it, they get the ball back. He plays it short, then they go up and score, and everyone goes, why did you go up? Whose rule was that? And they go, no, it was Terry's rule. And they go, "Guys, that e-
2: again. End of the game, the
0: keeper <laughs> sprinting up the other end. Yes, runs up the other end, gets it out of his head, puts it down, and goes, let's get on with the game. But let me get back in my goal
3: first. I like it. it. It's a good I idea. I like it because I think it would probably never happen. But it'd be one of those cool rules that you forget about that would happen yes. once every ten. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you'd be like, what? Yes. What?
5: and you'd be like, oh, you are you, know, you, know, you, you, know,
3: you, know, you know how there's those weird laws in London where like you can you can like shoot an arrow at a pheasant if it crosses the road the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Do you know there's there's yes. weird sort of yeah. laws yeah. you forget yes. like, Pe- about? I mean, yeah, yeah. It'd be, so, <laughs> there'd be something like that where at some point in a World Cup in like thirty years time. Some mad keeper will just come out oh, and kick And you go, oh, yeah, that, that was Terry's idea on TalkSport 30 years ago. <laughs> they
2: go, and this guy have got a really fast keeper. Yeah. You know, they've been playing some lower league yeah. team. It's really fast, this keeper. Yeah. He can get the ball.
3: When, in, in the same way that Pep's now got these sort of like ball-playing goalkeepers that's sort yeah. of, you know, infected so, so. the game now. We're going to start oh, getting oh, these like really oh, fast yeah. goalkeepers.
0: Just to interrupt there, sorry, Jacob. This just made me think on what you're saying. The other goalkeeper can bring his dog. A very <laughs> small <laughs> dog. Yeah. And, and he can send a dog... Come boy, come boy, come <laughs> by, come hey. by. Send the dog up the other end. The dogs, oh, especially Jack Russell, all with his nose. Maybe it's that
2: instead of, instead of it's the keeper. there's a club dog. dog. Club dog. The club, club dog can run Club dog comes on, on the last club ten minutes.
5: Dog.
2: They brought the club dog on. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and they send it ground grey- Greyhound, grey- 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 <laughs> so the keeper doesn't start wasting time. Off you go. Come yeah. Well, you probably put a little Jack Russell or something because they can't get the ball in their mouth, Hey, 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 hey. They try and get the ball Excellent in their mouth,
0: do be they? Yeah. Like, they go up the other end. They might me people with Swindon. Swindon people are like, Jack Russell's trying to get the ball <laughs> last They go, all right, all right. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Oh,
2: Terry, you were all cruising. Right. Sorry. You were cruising for three goals By the there. the goalkeeper. There. And then you did a oh, departure accent back. for a Swindon <laughs> person. <laughs> and you've, you've oh. gone down to one goal, unfortunately. So oh. that's bad news. <laughs> bad news for you, Terry. <laughs>
0: There'll be no siestas in Madrid tonight
2: From Talk Sport, this is Glory Hunters, the podcast. Time now for Back in the Day, where we travel back to a landmark moment in both teams' history. Terry and Phil, we're going back to 1991 and this.
4: In goes Stewart. Oh, a chance at the far side. It's in. Don't <laughs> goal, I think.
2: I think it was Des Walker, actually, got the last touch.
4: It went in off a Forest player. Spurs are in the lead for the first
2: time in this cup final. Yes, Des Walker's own goal in extra time meant Spurs beat Forest 2-1 in the FA Cup final and saw them become the first club to lift the trophy for the eighth time. But what else do you remember of that year?
1: Oh, Phil and Terry. Mean? What else do you remember? Well, I'll tell
2: you what, what you mean football-wise. I'm going to ask I... you some questions. I mean, I'd love to know your <laughs> yeah. reminiscences, but I'm going to ask you some questions. Yeah, <laughs> messed <it up. laughs> I messed it up. I messed it up. You didn't mess it up. We can you get, get it back. Absolutely yeah. perfect, we Phil. We can get Here. it back. Here comes your first question. Question one. This cup final caused quite a stir before a ball had even been kicked. But can you tell me why? Was it A, it was the first season the FA Cup had been sponsored? B, Princess Diana spotted clearly mouthing God save the mother-in-law during the national anthem, or see Tottenham's shorts. It was Tottenham shorts.
0: Oh. Was that, Tot- the, was that also the game that Gazza went rushing in and got oh, Yeah,
4: Gazza was really hyped up, and, and he should have been sent off, really, and it would have saved him from that awful knee, knee injury, injury. Yeah. had he been sent off, because yeah. he had a foot in the chest of Gary Charles. I was at the game, but it's the shorts. The shorts, because it was this amazing new kit um, that we had. Uh, that, we, that was the first game we wore it for, for that the cup final. And the shorts were really long, you know, mm. compared to how they were in those days. Quite short. sort yeah. of. It. In the semi-final against Arsenal, you went in the old Hummel kind of kit with the short shorts and all that. So it was a sort of a, a, innovative, really. Because um, from then on, you know, teams had the old long shorts. I, I mean, I think that's roughly...
2: That is exactly the right answer, Phil. Brilliant. Tottenham wore baggy shorts, which were initially ridiculed, soon became commonplace, and the world was never to return to the short shorts of the past again, which I think is a huge mistake. Here we go. Question two. Despite Tottenham shorts, for many, that cup final will be remembered for this. Gascoigne is down. And the Tottenham physio rushing
4: onto the pitch. Now we have all sorts of drama here. He looks to be in a bad way, and
2: the substitute is already being prepared. Paul Gascoigne's challenge on Gary Charles saw him tear his cruciate ligament, which meant his move to Lazio was put on hold whilst he recovered. But how much was it for? Was it A seven and a half million, B eight and a half million, C nine and a half million? How much did Gasco go to Lazio for? Seven and a half, eight and a half, or nine and a half million?
0: How long after did uh, just to get an idea of that kind of time? How long ago? How long before, around that time or after did Shearer go for fifteen million to Newcastle? Just to Oh just us...
4: quite a while after, I mean it was ninety six, wasn't it? So
0: 1996. And what year was the Lazio deal? Ninety-two. In the end, it was
4: ninety-one. The deal was probably done, but he because he, he was injured for a year. Didn't I? Don't think he went there till ninety-two. So you reckon awesome. it's going to be more nine-nine? I think it's more like eight million. I think it's eight. Yeah, eight, eight in do, the middle.
2: Going then. eight and a half million. Yeah, eight and a half. You're absolutely correct. It's eight well, and, and a half million. Oh, playing yeah, an absolute yeah. blinder here, Phil and Terry. Here Shall we go. We Question it? three: Whilst Gaza was to depart these shores, there were several new arrivals that year. But can you tell me which of the following made their debut in nineteen ninety? Was it A? Fowler, he's in here. Can Liverpool take the lead? Yes! What a moment for Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler there, or was it? Here's the run from midfield. It's
0: Parler. It's a hat-trick.
2: Ray Parler, or perhaps... Giggs gets past, here, past Dixon, who uh, comes back at him. It's a wonderful
0: run from Giggs!
2: Ryan Giggs. Who made their debut in 1990? Was it Robbie Fowler, Ray Parler, or Ryan Giggs? That's the run against Arsenal, wasn't it? The, yeah, uh, that yeah, was much Giggs. later, of course. That was in yes, 1999 in one, a replay, yes. wasn't
4: it, against Arsenal um, when he took his share? I'd off say Parler, it was Parler, wasn't it? Well, you know I think say? a bit early for Fowler, wasn't it? A little I bit early, for Robbie, too early for Robbie
0: Fowler. Maybe. I'm, Ray, I'm Play, just thinking. We're both, Ray both Parler. thinking Parler, so. Maybe. 19, not 20. So, yeah, I reckon, yeah, Ray parlor I'd go Ray Parler. Uh, I, 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 I won't argue.
2: Yeah, we'll go Ray Parlour. Okay. Ray Parlour. the answer is Ryan Giggs. Oh, wow. Robbie you Fowler know. was 93, wow. Ray Parler was 1992. Natalie and Jacob, we're going to go back to 1998. And this. There's no flag. And it's a Nalka. No catching him. Maybe no catching Arsenal now. And Nicholas Anelka's goal secured a 2-0 victory against Newcastle in the FA Cup final and completed a league and cup double for the Gunners. But what else do you remember of that year, Jacob? You were probably about six, were you? I was six, yeah. Yeah, Lovely guess, wasn't it? (laughs) Smashing. Question one. History was made that day at Wembley, but can you tell me why? Was it A, the referee, Paul Durkin, became the first official to oversee two FA Cup finals? Was it B... Newcastle boss Kenny Dalglish became the first manager to take two clubs to the final, or C. Arsene Wenger became
3: the first foreign manager to complete the double. I'm sure Wenger does hold that record of being the first exactly. foreign manager I'm,
5: That's it. why I'm leaning towards Wenger, I have to say. And
3: I Did we win the double that year, 1998? I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he does hold that record of being the first one to win it. And he only joined in 1996, I think, so... That makes all sense. makes sense. So I'm tempted to go for the Wenger. Okay. Going to go for Arsene yeah. Wenger?
2: Yeah. It is Arsene no, Wenger. Well no, done. No. Very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Question two. Whilst Arsenal's FA Cup single, Hot Stuff, lives long in the memory. got Let's see the Arsenal show in the Newcastle hasn't fared so well. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Black and White Army, performed like by Ryan Malloy and the Black and White Army, has faded in the memory, despite the fact that the lyrics were written by which Geordie legend? What was it A, Sting, B, Jimmy Nail, C, Ant and Deck? Who wrote Black <laughs> and White Army for Ryan Malloy and the Black and White Army? Was it Sting, Jimmy Nail or Ant and Deck?
3: First of all, this is a bit harsh because this is we're supposed to be doing Arsenal-related questions, and this is a Newcastle. Yeah, this is new it's a but It's, it's in true. the FA
2: in, in the Cup but, final with Newcastle. But
5: we, that that doesn't matter. We can still do it. No, no, this. we can do it.
3: We, I don't think it's Sting would be Sting. about the questions.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, do you know what though? You say this, but he released an album recently with um, Shaggy, wasn't it? Where it Sing. had. Yeah. Yeah. Same sort of vibe, <laughs> reggae kind of vibe. Yeah.
3: Do, you, do, you, do you think that so Sting, do you think Sting was leaning was towards Sting. reggae back in the 90s? I,
5: honestly, I would not be surprised if it's him. Do
3: you wanna go with Shall we go with Sting? Go I right. think so, yeah. You're going A, Sting.
2: You're absolutely right to go oh, to for Sting, oh, Sting oh, there. Oh, Question oh. three 1998 was also the year of
3: this and there's a yellow
4: card. It. Wait a minute, he's taking another card out. For Beckham, it's a red card for David Beckham.
2: So Beckham is out of the game. David Beckham was sent off against Argentina in a World Cup clash that England ultimately lost on penalties. But which rock god do many blame for that defeat as they believe his presence at England games brings bad luck? Is it A? Maybe
1: I'm amazed the way-
2: Paul McCartney or B? Brian Ferry or was it? Phil Cornwell? <laughs> oh no, no, sorry. <laughs> Mick Jagger. Who do we think? Was it Paul McCartney, Brian Ferry or Mick Jagger? Who would bring bad luck to England games?
5: Well, say so they have brought bad like It's just it a coincidence, be, yeah.
3: perhaps. Yeah, it's just that certain people think that's the case. Yes. I, I've got to be honest, I don't think I would recognise Brian Ferry. Oh. So okay. I'm not sure, I, as a fan, I'd be like, he's bringing it, because I wouldn't know he was there.
5: I feel like oh. I've seen Mick Jagger at England games.
3: Yeah, and I, I don't think that... Um... Or was
5: it Phil? I yeah, don't know. You never know,
3: it might have been <laughs> Phil. Yeah, it might have been Phil Coleman. <laughs> um, yeah,
5: well, let's, let's, yeah, let's go with Mick Jagger. Let's go for Mick Jagger. Let's
3: go Mick Jagger. Let's find out.
2: It is Mick Jagger. His presence at England Games against Germany in 2010 and Croatia in 2018 have led some to suggest he's a jinx. They also point out that it's not just confined to England. At the 2010 World Cup, he was a guest of Bill Clinton to watch USA v Ghana, which the States lost 2-1. And in 2014, he joined his Brazilian son to support Brazil against Germany, which the Germans went on to win 7-1. Well, that's ironic.
0: I've never won this show, and now we've got a bloke who does, a brilliant Mick Jagger. The rest of the world side have flown
2: in from all over the world. You're listening to the Glory Hunters podcast. Subscribe. You don't miss out on any of this magic. Here on Glory Hunters, we like to probe our panellists in the politest way possible. And that's why we do this. Our esteemed panel are about to face the scrutiny of the general public and have absolutely no idea what they'll ask as we play A Question of Sport Time. Come we have our first question, please?
3: Hello, guys. I'd like to ask the panel who do they believe is the most overrated person in sport? Phil Cornwall,
2: I am the, most overrated, <laughs> the, the most, most overrated person in sport. Even though I've
4: got three World Darts Championships, <laughs> have you? And, and oh no, I must have dreamt that. No, 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 that's not real. No, uh, oh, well, for me, it's any referee. Any referee, because so often it becomes about them. Oh, look, what a great decision I just made. And no, no, I'm not going to change You know, I don't think we need refs. don't think we need refs, and I think it's time that uh, players started to self-govern, you know, on the pitch. Because I think they're mature enough to do that now. Yeah, referees, you know. wasn't a particularly good one, but it's probably true. You think it's true? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't particularly good, but it's true. She <laughs> so sort of tried
2: to talk me into it there. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. I like the idea of self-governing football. I, I, I think so, because really they're work, able to, Especially they? with the rise of VAR. But I don't think you can call refs overrated, because it's, we need referees, otherwise there's no game. So well, I'm going to give you be zero points them. there, Phil, I'm afraid. Zero points. Mm. Terry Alderton.
0: Well, I was going to go um, I was going to go a bit controversial, and I had a good reason why. I was going to go David Beckham, but not that he wasn't a great player and, he, you know, brilliant player and was always dependable when we needed him, but I think he's more famous than he was as good a player as he, he could have mm. been, Okay. But, because mm. he became more of a corporate footballer. That's where I was going to go. And then I suddenly thought, no, I'm not going to have a go at Old Becks. Mm. I don't really like to have a go at anyone, but I'm going Paul Popka.
2: Who? Paul Pogba. <laughs> pull, pub, Who is it? Paul Paul Popcorn. Who is it? I hate
0: Paul <laughs> Popcorn. I hate pull, that guy. Paul no, Pogba. No, no. Who is, Pogba. is it,
2: Paul? Paul <laughs> <pull, pull, laughs> Pogba. Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. Come on, pull, Terry. Paul Pogba. Who is it, Terry? Paul Pogba. <laughs> pull, 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 pull. I can't say it! It's Maybe you don't like him because... Maybe you think he's overrated because Paul Pogba.
0: You can't say his name. I can't say his name. I can't whistle either. Anyway, Paul Pogba. I think he's a great a great footballer, and you've seen it when he played for France in the World Cup, yeah. he's a great, great, great yeah. footballer, but I think he's just, I mean, I don't know him, so it's wrong to say, but from what goes on, when his people have got to decide whether he's injured or not, Man United can't decide whether he's injured or not, and where's he gone again? And for me, I think one of the main problems for Manchester United has been him. I think he's, he's not a good apple in the apple cart.
2: See, that, that, makes him over, that makes him overrated. I think
0: he's overrated in the fact that he it, believes his own hype. Because I think he needs a bit of humble pie about him. Because he, he is a phenomenal footballer. And I think he could be one of the all-time great footballers. But mm. I think what he's doing is he's believing mm. the hype, as public enemy would say. They would say that. And well, well, flavor, I th- flavor, so yeah. for me, he's overrated on that score. Hopefully to bring him down a peg. And that he can be the great player that we saw in the World Cup. So you want to bring
2: Pogba down a peg? I don't think he'll even be listening (laughs) to the show. (laughs) Yeah, Paul Pogba. Okay, I mean, I'm going to give you one goal for just trying to say his name. Pogba? Beautiful, (laughs) beautiful. One goal. Jacob Hawley. Yes. Who do you think is the most overrated person in sport? I
3: think the most overrated person in sport is sports Fans. Oh, and I say that as a sports way. fan myself, and I say that because on a Sunday afternoon, after drinking a skinful the night before, I'll wake up with a hangover, drink four more, sit there half drunk in an armchair, and I will <laughs> sit there and shout about how a professional athlete who's spent their entire life training to be on the pitch that I'm watching, has misplaced a pass by four inches. <laughs> That's one of the reasons. The, the other reason that I think sports fans are overrated is because uh, last year, I remember England played a game where there was no fans in the ground. And I thought it was actually hilarious being able to hear what the players were saying yeah. to each other. Yeah. And I actually think... so I've, I've made the mistake of watching rugby because the Six Nations is back. But... <laughs> One of the things I like about rugby is that you can hear the referees and I think wouldn't it be better if you could hear the referees and the players and the managers, microphone all of them, tell the fans to just be quiet and enjoy the pantomime of footballers screaming at each other.
5: I like the idea. It's a
2: very brave answer as well, Jacob. Very, very good. Three goals. Very good. Natalie Sawyer.
5: I found this quite hard, but in the end, I've gone down this route of her appearance and celebrity status made her one of the best-known female tennis players, but... Anna Kornikova. That's who I'm talking about. She became very recognised, obviously, as we know, one of the highest paid female athletes as well. But what does she actually achieve mm. in tennis? Not a great deal. She didn't win a major. Okay, it's not all about majors. She never won a single title on the WTA tour, yet she became this huge phenomenon in tennis. And yet, for me, she's just a little bit overrated. Like
2: Pochettino. Didn't win anything, no, did he, at Spurs? And then everyone goes on about him. Pochettino, oh, as many ways, the Anna Kournikova of football. <laughs> Excellent answer. <laughs> Three <laughs> goals, Natalie. Now, Phil, when you were doing Stellar Street, yeah. you obviously played like, some of the biggest stars in the world. <laughs> Bowie, yeah. Jagger, of course. Who else did you play? Remind me of some other Michael people. Michael Kane. Michael Cain. Yeah. Uh, Nicholson. Nicholson, Jack. Yeah, Nicholson. Yeah, very good. Now, did you ever get any reaction from any of these people? Did they um, ever see it?
4: Yes, a few, a few, which was always very, which was lovely. Uh, Bowie, uh, but David Bowie actually quoted a, a line uh, from it once when he was in makeup on Breakfast TV and uh. with Johnny Vaughan because so, he told me that. And he said, yeah, do you think my skin looks a bit buttery?
2: <laughs> 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 and, uh,
4: and this was relayed back to me that he'd done that and I thought that was beautiful that he'd actually quoted because yeah. he, he's got a sense of humour. Michael Caine was very nice about it, just saying it was a very good impersonation of him. I had him down to a from his Alfie period, ah. he said. You know, leaving the door open for other Michael Caine impressions. And uh, I think Mick used to watch it with Jerry when they were together and they'd sit and watch it.
2: Where did the yeah. ad- not a lot of people know that come from? Because people used to do that, didn't they? Peter My name Sellers. Is Michael Caine and not a lot of people Peter know that. Peter Sellers,
4: I think, on Parkinson years ago, did Michael Caine saying that. Yeah. You know, Peter Sellers, I just remember it as a kid watching it, and, and, um, and, and that's maybe where it comes. I don't think he actually said
0: it. it didn't use no. It's
4: one of those where he didn't even use this.
0: So you dirty rat, I don't think he it's ever like said that one uh, oh, read or play again. Play again, Sam. Yeah. yeah Misremembered.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 So, that's interesting. can't do Bogart now. It's not very topical. Can't do- <laughs> a lot of people I do are dead and that's okay. <laughs>
2: the dying moments of the game we move into injury time where each side has 60 seconds to score as many goals as possible the losing side goes first which is currently Spurs Terry and Phil I'm going to list a series of sports which are now extinct all you've got to do is tell me which are true and which are false when your time is up you'll hear this sound you
0: test my patience
2: your time starts now goose teasing false it is false chariot racing true it is true bladder ball true Tis true. Roller purging. False. false. Tis false. Pall mall. False. 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 It's true. Tuppany nudging. True. <laughs> it's false. Club swinging. False. It's true. Tomfoolery. True. False. False. It's false, but you said true first. Oh. Kettling. True. It's false. <laughs> Cock throwing. True. <laughs> Tis true. Pompadour. False. It's false. Natal Keir. Ah, it's true. True. Jumanji. <laughs> false. It's false. Single sticks. False. It's true. A lack of daddy. False. false. It is false. Cujo. False. It's false. Camping. False. False. It's true. Roman slave ball. False. 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 It is false. Bando. True. It's true. Tub thumping. Test my patience. Tub-thumping? Yeah, true. Yeah. It's false. Oh, oh what news! OK, so at the end of that round, you scored 12. Very, very good. Mm. Taking you to 33 Ooh. goals. That is your final score. Arsenal, Jacob, Natalie, you're on 25 currently. Yeah. I am going to list a series of people from the world of sport who have had things named after them. All you have to do is tell me which are true and which are false. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound. What sort of thing is happening here? Are we ready? Really? Yes. Your time starts now. David Beckham, condoms. True. It is true. Boris Becker, a species of snail. True. It is true. Phil the Power Taylor a satellite. True. It's false. Matt Letizier, an aircraft. False. false. It's true. Cristiano Ronaldo, an entire galaxy. True. It is true. <laughs> Tim Henman, a mountain range. False. false. It's false. Mark Bosnan, a transfer. True. true. It's true. Willie Thorne, a dance craze in Japan. False. false. It is false. <laughs> Ronaldinho, a species of bee. True. It is true. Anthony Joshua, a cocktail. True. It's false. Andy Murray, a variety of dahlia. False. It's true. Tim Cahill, an expressway. True. It's true. Sean Dice, an app on your phone that has a go at you if you don't complete 10,000 steps a day. <laughs> <laughs> <It> should <laughs> be true. It's false. It's false. <laughs> Johan Cruyff, an asteroid. True. It is true. The Stephen Gerrard Tower. True. It is true. Darren Goff, a range what of leisure What sort of wear. thing is happening here? False. It is false. Well, at the end of that round, you scored 12, which mm. takes you to 37 goals, which wow. means you are the winners well, this week. This. Congratulations, 37 yes. to Arsenal, 33 to Spurs. Terry, have you got anything to say? You yes. Are so I'm, far in the league, I
0: am. I am a bot really because I can't believe every single thing. I played in so many charity football matches as well, and I've lost every single one. I don't win anything. Any, although I did win the bullies challenge in Edinburgh once with Jim Bowen, but apart from that, I don't. I don't win <laughs> nothing. That's enough. I, won, it I win isn't it? Maybe that
2: Something win was pretty, enough. No, yeah, yeah, yeah was amazing. On, feel, are, you, are you disappointed at all? Or
4: not really? Just, I just really. think the taking part is, is really the important thing here. That's no, true. Um, and you were fantastic. You course. were so we good. oriented Yeah, there were some real sort of interesting, fluky ones going on there. Yeah. Um, I think beaten by superior intelligence yes, too. No. At the end of the oh, day, good.
2: I think that's what it was. You Which know, in
4: the end counts for nothing Not in the final analysis. That's true. If you go no one checks. <laughs> 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 oh,
3: no, so <laughs> <laughs> See what I did
4: there? Anyway, lovely.
3: very good, Jacob. Are you pleased to win over the moon, mate? Over the moon.
5: Oh.
3: <laughs> Highlight
2: of my day. That's <laughs> like, another win. It's only just started. You, were, as you well. must have had a few wins now. And you seem to do well on. <sighs> glory hunters when she plays it's, me Natalie I don't
5: know if Terry could be the captain
2: 100%, <laughs> 100% record be Terry I know
5: unbelievable it's pretty impressive
2: we well to our winners we say gotta see the for the losers. No! No, 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 no. No! No, 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 no. My thanks to Natalie, Terry, Phil, and Jacob. Until next time, from myself and everyone here, it's goodbye. There we are. Well done, Jacob. You won that. Smashed it and Natalie, of course you were there as well. There we are. Steer foot in spirit. Did get some
5: of the points. Thank for your you, team, I yeah.
3: appreciate Pleased it. At least to win, not Jacob. Push you out. over the moon, mate. Always yeah. happy to see Arsenal win. Love it. Love it, Don't
5: especially over that. your
3: rivals. Over the oh. rivals, yeah.
2: Phil, do you feel hard done by? Her? No, I think, as
4: I say, I think they, I think they were terrific. You know, and uh, you know, yeah, they took their chances when they came, and uh, you know, as I say, you know, obviously, you know, as I say, you know,
0: obviously,
2: as I say, you know. No, I'm delighted for. I'm up. delighted Terry, for. Still him. not one, one, not game one, of but glory. I did learn one thing. Yep. Pogba.
4: Pogba. You did learn that. (laughs) that Radio history. Now,
2: off the back of our question about the most overrated sports person, we asked on Twitter what people thought was the most overrated sport. Here are some of the responses. Now, an overwhelming number of votes, Phil, you're not going to like this, was for American football.
4: Yeah, I understand. I understand. If you don't understand the game, it's going to look pretty chaotic and quite dull and it keeps stopping. But, you know, it's beyond that. Once you get it, it's yeah, amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing like showbiz game, rugby, isn't it?
2: It's showbiz rugby.
4: So, yeah, yeah, more brutal than rugby. More brutal, but than...
2: yeah, that,
3: fair, fair, That fair was enough. the standout winner, followed by yeah. Formula One. Are you Formula One fan, Jacob? Mm, not for you. Yeah, I can't it. see it. I Can't really get it myself. No, you have, you it. have to get up too early in the morning to watch it. It's That's the main problem. It is early. Isn't
2: it's it? Not as good as it <laughs> used to be. It's not as it no. Uh, uh, cricket.
3: Sport, I don't yeah. agree with that. Um,
2: basketball. A lot of these are just American sports that <laughs> people don't seem to want to watch. Grown just don't up like watching rugby, golf. And horse racing, well, I agree with that. I like I like, I like, going to the horse races, but hmm. do I like going to the
4: races? races? I like
5: going, yeah, I don't necessarily watch it. I Not
2: Natalia. Yeah. Horses, like <laughs> no, horses running.
4: Horses running. Horses running, horses jumping. Can you do any um,
2: of the. Oh, yes. Can we, come oh, can we do... Uh, uh, can you do a pizza run? It's yes. Boilander yes. on the stand side, Bollabar
4: 4-0. We well, it's, uh, it's a 245 here. Here the are the
2: 245
0: and we go, the 245 in Chester. And, and, do, and, and uh, then we go. Chester. Chest I mean, you've got to do the gear change, <laughs> haven't you? Cause you've, got, you've got to do the gear change. <laughs> right, okay. one of you do it right. and one of you listen. OK, you've got to do the gear change. Terry's <laughs> going to do it. I'll do the opening, then you, because the gear change... You've got to take over. Now we go over to like this. Right, so the gear change. OK. You join the same tree for the 245, and we go over to full call for the race. Peter O'Sullivan.
4: And they're off. And this boy under on the stand side, followed by Fool's Hero. I've done it.
2: Beautiful. It's Glory Hunters Podcast. Thanks for listening. Do rate and subscribe. And find us again next week. Goodbye.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more